Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Do we want to make this an official segment? You know, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah, let's do it. Give me a beat! It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. What kind of music news to us? Mike made I a guess. song. Okay, I see. This is I. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, we could make it any uh, take any angle we want. I right. will say five of the stories are musical related. So yeah, oh. we can do the beat. Sure. Okay. Great. Now, Mike, when you yeah. write that to us yes. that you have written a song, a uh-huh. couple questions before we move forward. Sure. A first and foremost, I'm in. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent in. Of course. Um, is this? An acapella thing that is happening live on the spot. Is this a song that you previously recorded and are debuting right now? Uh, yes, the latter. The yeah, latter. I recorded it, added some music to just give it a little <laughs> bit of a vibe to it. But basically, I'm sitting around last week because I worked all all week when you guys were out enjoying your uh, your time. Oh, I mean, I had a couple sucks. days off. Yeah, that's yeah. all right. No, that's good. It lets me catch up on some stuff and get a bunch of college pop culture knowledge ready to roll. Mm. Um, but uh, I was sitting there like, man, this is a good story. Wish we were on to talk about it. Oh, this is a good story. Wish we get. And I had a bunch of those, and I'm like, well, how can I package all of those stories together and present to you as you guys were probably. Uh, Missing out over the break. This is great. This it, is is this yeah, to I unplugged. The, 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 I did too. So I think that Donna and I are going to get caught up to speed. Uh, will this be set to the tune of anything that listeners would know? Well, the song is called 12 Days of Break ah. because we were literally off for 12 days. That's and right. yes, it is indeed set to the 12 Days of Christmas. Let's All right. go. Are you ready to do it? Yes. Ready. I'm going to take notes. Let's give it a yeah. whirl. <laughs> the royalty free version, I see. On the first day of break, pop culture gave to us A Pop-Tart mascot murdered and eaten on live TV On the second day of break, pop culture gave to us Two smothered brothers, now one And a Pop-Tart mascot murdered and eaten on live TV On the third day of break, pop culture gave to us Three stars with new music, two smothers, brothers, now one, and a Pop-Tart mascot murdered and eaten on live TV. (laughs) For the sake of time and my embarrassment, let's jump to day 12. (laughs) And on the 12th day of break, pop culture gave to us 12 new Taylor stories, 11 canceled Mm -hmm. Pichos, Wonka leads in theaters, 93 weeks for Mariah, Gypsy Rose now free, Cooper shoots tequila, Twister sequels not a sequel, 5 reuniting NSYNC members, Trump talks home alone, 3 stars with new music, 2 smothers brothers now just one, and a Pop-Tart mascot murdered and eaten on live TV. (laughs) So there you go. First of all. Bravo. That was good. What a journey to have been a fly on the wall in the recording studio with Mike in an alone, empty my talk office last week. Um, I, the only story that I knew of, mm-hmm. of that was the Smothers Brothers story. I did not. Who died? It was, as I rifle through Tommy. my notes here, Tom? Yeah, Tom, Tom Smothers, musical comedian of the Smothers Brothers, died at 86. Aww. Now let's... I did a promotional event with him once, and Aww. I stood behind him in line as we were getting ready to be seated, mm. and 
the thing that I noticed about him. Donna. Hmm. This is going to be mm-hmm. a physical take. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Mm. I know. Are you going to say, that, was there an aroma? No, 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 oh, that's no. Right. She was going. no, 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 he smelled great. He was lovely in a nice suit. I just noticed the facelift stitches behind his ear. Thank you. This is why you can't do the obituary stories. <laughs> You can't. Surviving family members like you noticed his facelift scars behind his ears. I can only tell you what my experience was. You don't always have to. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I digress. Let's shift to. That's sad. Number one. Mike, can you play the very beginning of the song again? I just want to hear the first time that you sang it. Um, There's a lot coming at me. It took a couple days for me to understand even what was happening. On the first day of break, pop culture gave to us a Pop-Tart mascot murdered and eaten on live TV. Murdered first. What are you talking about? Not just eaten. Murdered, then eaten. If you're wondering, the whole 12 days, that was basically a vehicle to get to this story because it was my favorite story (laughs) of all of break. You may know there's a lot of bowl games this time of year. College football, they play all these different bowl games. And it was, uh, there was a new bowl called the Pop-Tarts Bowl this year. Mm -hmm. And they advertised the fact that they they were going to have the first ever edible mascot. Oh. Now, oh. how it started, and go ahead and Google Pop-Tart yep. mascot, yeah. and uh, yeah, the algorithm will forever send you only stories of this, because it's incredible. Uh, this is incredible. This is a dude, <laughs> in or a man or woman, I don't know, in a, uh, in a costume, looks like a Pop-Tart, runs around all game long, endears itself to all of the fans. Oh, adorable. It's beloved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love I Pop saw Tarts. it come out of the toaster and like dance, and I was that was all I saw. I knew nothing of the oncoming murder. Let me pre let me show you and uh, tell you how the pregame uh, introduced the said uh, Pop Tart. You just saw the edible mascot. He came out of a toaster, a giant toaster, minutes before kickoff. Can you really put the frosted ones in a toaster, though? Yes. Well, here's the sad part of the story. After the game, he will be devoured. He will die. And he will be his own last meal. Oh, my God. So this this Pop-Tart's running around. He's, like, you know, slapping officials on the back. He's playing with all of the other uh, different uh, mascots, having a grand old time. Kansas State wins the game. He jumps back on top of his toaster. He has a sign. That said, dreams really do come true. As he is slowly dropped down into the toaster, he throws the sign away. And after uh, like 13, 14 (laughs) seconds, he comes out of the toaster cooked and the entire team eats him. (laughs) You know, there's a... Do you see the tweet? <laughs> the Pop-Tart edible mascot, 2023. 2023. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I see another one where before his death, when he had just come up and presented himself as the mascot for this bowl game, it said, America is thriving. Don't let anyone tell you different. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I like that they were eating him just to the innards. Yeah. Like, you gotta get, get to, to that, the strawberry. That, that jam, mm-hmm. or whatever that is. Huh. 
So that was really the whole point. I'm sorry I missed that. (laughs) Missed that one. Missed that part of the story. That's (laughs) that's crazy. That's shocking. I heard there was some other Taylor Swift stuff. Glad she's doing well. Yeah, me too. Music being yeah stories. Yeah, high leveling Taylor Swift just had a bunch of stories. Pete Davidson had to cancel some shows. He's dealing apparently rumored to be maybe dealing with some struggles once again. He canceled Mm. the show hours before Mm. he was set to take the stage, and a dozen shows have been canceled. Wonk obviously leads the way. Mariah Carey's uh, "All I Want for Christmas Is You" is still at number one. Gypsy Rose is now free okay what 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 are you saying what to donna which one what does that mean gypsy rose blanchard hypothetically okay say <laughs> you were talking to two she, paid professionals yeah yeah, yeah. And gypsy, they didn't know who she was gypsy rose blanchard oh, and her mother yes you remember the story i and watched the, the movie you watched the movie yes. I'm sure. yeah, yeah. so gypsy rose uh spent eight years in jail yeah and she is now free she was the oh. one who her mother was. I don't want to tell the exact story if I don't know it exactly right. You watched the movie. Can you explain it, Donna? Uh, no, I cannot. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. uh, I did not know I was going to be put on the spot. There was some mistreatment. She I believe. falsely claimed that her daughter was suffering from uh, like an illness. Correct. You know, and it resulted in it like all these medical interventions, and mm-hmm. she actually was not unwell. Her mother had been lying. I don't. I don't. It, and then her and her boyfriend conspired and ultimately killed her mother. And she went to jail. And now she's out. Wow. And I think the person who played her was the girl from Ozark, maybe? Is that right? Hmm, I'm not sure. I'm just saying words now at this point. I'm going to take off. I feel like that's in our best (laughs) interest long term. I think so, too. All right. Hey, when we come back, uh, speaking of odd things in families that don't deal with murder, I asked this question on Facebook. What's a weird nickname in your family? And this was because I heard of someone through my family who has an Aunt Pudgy. And I thought, boy, isn't this weird? Like, you guys, it's normal. Is Aunt Pudgy coming? Anyone else hears it? And it's like, what did you call her? Why did you say that? She looks great. We're going to go through a list. And there's a long list of them. Uh, We'll see how many we can get through when we come back. It is the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Oh, hey, guys, it's Donna, and if you are like me, you love the ambiance and the warmth of a fireplace, especially when it gets cold outside. I have been using my fireplace so much. I mean, if you think about it, a fireplace is really a focal point of a home, or at the very least, of a room where we take family photos for the holidays, uh, you know, baby's first Christmas, your teen's first prom. It just exudes memories. So I want to introduce you to Energy Savers Fireplaces. They are a local family-owned business. They are a full-service fireplace store with only five-star ratings. I am being serious about that. They don't have any ratings less than a five-star. The community absolutely loves them. The Star Tribune has named them Best Fireplace Store in Minnesota for two years straight. You can get a free in-home estimate and ask about their 12-month interest-free financing with no money down till installation is complete. If you're thinking about a fireplace or dream, of one just go to energysaversfireplaces.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Welcome back. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Freezing Entertainment. We got the big Zamboni with us. Honk, honk. Yeah, band's back together. He be honking. Happy New Year, everyone. Yes. Steve spent a lot of time with family. I did. I did. I was in a conversation with my brother, Scooty, and sister-in-law, April, and he said, uh, yeah, and her aunt, Pudgy, and I was like, what did you just call this woman? (laughs) Aunt Pudgy. And then I thought, huh. I guess a lot of families, if you really think about it, there are families who just have weird names. Hmm. Do you have one? I mean, you're from Jersey. I would imagine there have to be some. I, You know, I'm trying to think, and I can't think of one off the top of my head. I asked on Facebook. Um, I didn't really know how to word this, so I said, what's a weird or funny nickname in your family? If you have one, you can call 651-641-1071. Maybe like for a grandparent, an aunt, an uncle. Okay. Um, uncle Peach. That's sort of weird. How about this one? I started calling my great-grandma Big Grandma when I was three. No. Why? Because she was heavier than my other grandmas. No. It stuck, and the whole family affectionately referred to her as Big Grandma. Oh, I hate <laughs> oh that. I got one, though. Okay. Uh, we called our grandfather... Um, on my dad's side, Grandpa Train. Okay, why? Because he lived across the street from train tracks. And then the other grandpa was just normal grandpa. It was Grandpa and Grandpa Train. Joe sees <laughs> Uncle Train and raises you an Uncle Ho. What? Uncle Ho. One of my nieces could not enunciate Joe. The nickname stuck. So that is Joe self-reporting that he is referred to in his family as Uncle Ho. We have a, a great aunt, Chumpy. That's not great. She's always gone by that name. Uh, Kathy doesn't know why, because her name is Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eric is called Chubby. That seems inappropriate. Um, my husband is known as Duckbutt to our grandkids. What? Duckbutt. I do not like that. Uh, we have Grandma Bus. Oh, we see? have. A daughter who is known as Mud Minnow. Uh, I call my niece Scooter because she didn't crawl. She scooted. Now she's known as Scooter. That's kind of cute. That's adorable. Um, All sorts of weird ones. Let's go yeah. to the phones. Okay. Mike, who do we have? We got Tara on the line. Hey, Tara. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're doing well. Tell us about the weird name that's floating around your family as though it's normal. Well, it's my nickname that they gave me as a child. It's Bunzo. Funzo? Funzo, yeah, B-U-N-Z-O, because I had a bubble butt. Oh, so Bunzo. with me, Bunzo. So, yep, I'm almost 50 years old, and I still have family that calls me Bunzo. I, that's really cute, except for the 
physical shaming. Well, <laughs> no, that's you know that many people think that that's a great thing. I I thought you were gonna. I may I ask on behalf of the listeners, do you still? Would you say that you still have a a, a bubble butt? Alfonso, oh yes, I do. <laughs> well, you're okay, in luck because they're really in right they're now. They're in. Yes, I know, I know, I'm trying to grow one, and you got one <laughs> yes. naturally. How lucky! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling. That's adorable. Uh, let's go to line two. We have got uh, Sharon on the line. Hi, Hi Sharon. Sharon. Hey. Hi. Welcome back. Let's Thank you. you. It's good to be back, Sharon. There was three names. One was so we had two Uncle Benny. So one was called Fat Uncle Benny, and the no. other one was Skinny <laughs> Uncle Benny. No, that when I was little, I hadn't learned about, you know, is it true, kind, or necessary? So I would just tell the truth, and they called me Shrapnel because my last name was Chappelle. So they called me Shrapnel, which was left after I opened my mouth. That's <laughs> yeah. not so bad, though. But Fat well, Uncle Benny? Oh, my god! And then Skinny Uncle Benny. Like, hey, call Uncle Benny, see if he wants to go to the game. Which one? Fat Uncle Benny? Should be skinny. Do you know how small those seats are? It was a different time where fat shaming was just normal. Yeah, yes. I'm so true. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I remember my brother like saying to my uncle, "Wow, you got really fat." Like it's perfectly acceptable. There's hardly any hair on your head. You know, it was those days. Yeah, yeah. look, he's bald and fat. All right, Sharon, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. It was a different time when fat shaming was normal. That's very funny to hear someone say. Uh, speaking of which, Andrea says, I've got an uncle or cousin that we call him Uncle Pork. Why? Oh, no. Because he's Husky Donna. This is awful. Uncle Pork. Hey, is Meatloaf coming over? <laughs> you know, oh the fat God. one. I mean, wow. Aggressive. But then it's like people just kind of go with it. I have so almost 200 comments of people saying that they have... Uh, weird names. A, a great uncle, Squeaky. Love it. I've got Aunt Buff because of the color of her hair. I don't know what that means. Buff. Buff. Mm, sounds like she walks around naked to me. Jill says, "I am gunk to my great niece." Gunk. Uh, Jen had a grandma short. We just called her short. P.S. She was short. <laughs> uh, oh, Uncle Corky, Aunt Auntie Rock, Auntie Duck, Booma, and Anno, Grampy. Wow, it's a lot of times it's because the kids can't pronounce. Yes, that's words. usually where it starts. It's either that or again just a physical description. Let's go to. Uh, we got a couple more calls. We'll fly through these. Tony. Hey, Tony. I say I can I can explain about the Aunt Buff. That was me. Oh, um, great. When she was a little girl, they called her Buffy because her hair was kind of uh, sandy. You would say sandy brown or buff colored. Oh, buff colored. Okay. Yeah. And so then when she grew up, she still was, she was Aunt Buff. And I think, uh, I never knew what her real name was, I think, until I was about 10 years old. And it was Josephine. (laughs) Wow. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for sharing. These are fun. These are cute. Uh, uh, do we have time for one more? Or are we up against if they can do, give it, do it in fifteen seconds. Alex, what is it? I have three uncles on my mom's side. Who is Uncle Beaver, Uncle Piggy, and Uncle Bobby? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
This is great, by the way. I'm looking at one where Donna on Facebook says, I've got a Heine, Deedle, Mutz, Lippy, and Brick. Those are my dad and aunts and uncles. No explanation available. Oh, there my you go. God. That was uh, fun. That was hey, really fun. Uh, give us a call, 651-641-1071. If you want to play the first College of Pop Culture Knowledge of 2024, the score is 0-0. Zero to zero. You can play along. That's next. Oh, hi, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a second. I thought she was a member of Spire Credit Union. Well, here's what happened. Spire and Highway merged to create a new credit union that is now called Blaze. Blaze has more than 250,000 members, including me, and they've got 26 branches across Minnesota, plus there's going to be two more locations later in the year, one in Stillwater, one in Plymouth. Now, Blaze is a full-service financial institution who truly cares about their members. You might be wondering, why the name Blaze? Well, that is because... They say life's trails can be tough and it's natural to sometimes feel a little lost. And Blaze wants to help us lighten our load. Uh, they want to provide the best routes and use the best technologies. Blaze is dri- uh, driven by Midwestern values. We're talking community integrity, plain old hard work. And they're here to help us along our road of life, encouraging us to go for it. Find more at blazecu.com. We're back. Thanks for joining us. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We got a clean slate, baby. Are you ready? I'm ready. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. From a score of 138.5 to 138.5, we now move to 2024, where the score is 0-0. Yeah! Woo! Let's go. From one tie to another, are the two of you ready to jump into the new year with a new round of College of Pop Culture Knowledge? Oh, yeah. Sure. Speaking of jumping into the new year, a lot of people this time of year are probably talking about resolutions, what they're going to be doing. If you're a member of a gym, you know they're going to be essentially a disaster for the next three weeks uh, as people decide to uh, take that plunge. So today, we're going to be talking about music, songs that are all about getting physically fit. Oh, yeah. Yes. Fitness songs, and it's pretty appropriate that kicking it off for 2024 is our buddy, Alan. Hi, Hi, Alan. Alan. Alan, hey, now Alan. that you're here, what is your what is your New Year's resolution, Alan? Okay. You, Sounds like there, mine. Alan? Did you? <laughs> hey, Alan. Alan. There you are. There you are. What's Alan. up, Alan? Okay. Alan. Oh. There he is. Oh, hey, Al. Oh, hi. Hey, man. That took longer than we wanted to take. Yeah, you're here. Hey, listen, Alan, this has gone very, very poorly so far. Let's turn things around. What's your, what is your New Year's resolution this year? You seem to be a man who is focused on self-improvement and, and pushing things forward. What do you got for 2024? 2024, my new, my new Year's resolution is to finally start 2023's New Year resolution to actually do 2022's resolution. Oh, right. <laughs> okay, All great. Right. I get All the right. drift. We believe in you. We believe in you. Uh, with that... You need to determine if for the first game of the new year you would like to team up with Donna or Steve. Last year it was uh it was a team Steve, but this year I'm gonna go with Donna. Yeah Oh my gosh, wow. Woo! 
That hurts. Okay. Alan, you're my okay, best bye. buddy. Boo, boo, bear. All right, Alan, you're going to go on hold. Steve is going to step aside, and we are going to play our first College of Pop Culture Knowledge for the new year. Donna, yes. we're talking about music. That's all about getting physically fit. I feel like Alan's going to be able to help me. We'll find out if you need it. We'll get things started off with this one here. Whether you go with the name in parentheses of Everybody Dance Now or the proper title of Gonna Make You Sweat, there's no question that the 1990 number one hit from this group will get you moving. I think it's CNC Music Factory. Inspired by watching the 18th stage of the 1978 Tour de France, Freddie Mercury wrote this song the same year. Bicycle or I want to ride my bicycle. Kicking all the way to number one in 74, this Carl Douglas one-hit wonder was inspired by a 70s and 80s film craze. Oh, no. Number one in 74, Carl Douglas one-hit wonder inspired by a 70s and 80s film craze. You've got eight seconds. A film craze. Ah, man. I... It's all right. Bring Alan back in. you got some help here. So. Alan, she's singing the song of the first one where she went with CNC Music Factory. How'd you feel about that question? What was the full question? Uh, whether you go with the name in parentheses of Everybody Dance Now or the proper title of Gonna Make You Sweat, there's no question that the 1990 number one hit from this group will get you moving. And she said CNC Music Factory. Uh, Alan. I'm going to have to come back to that one. I have an idea what it is, but I don't know for sure. All right. The second one was inspired by watching the 18th stage of the 1978 Tour de France. Freddie Mercury wrote the song the same year. She said, Bicycle. Your thoughts? I don't know that one. Uh, Kicking all the way to number one in 74, this Carl Douglas one-hit wonder was inspired by a 70s and 80s film craze. Any idea? What was the year? Uh, 74. Kung Fu Fighting. Okay. I'm going to go with Kung Fu Fighting. All right. (laughs) The first one again, it was the song Everybody Dance Now or Gonna Make You Sweat. Who sings it? And she said CNC Music Factory and felt pretty confident about it. All right, well, all right, we'll go with that one. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead and bring Steve back in here. Alan, you're going back on hold. Okay, hang on. All right, hi. Hi, Steve. That took, felt long. Alan what is was it? taking his time. What is it, 2025? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. All righty, let's run through these answers again. These are all songs about getting physically fit. Steve, you ready to give it a whirl? Yes, let's go. Let's start with this one here. Whether you go with the name in parentheses of Everybody Dance Now or the proper title of Gonna Make You Sweat, there's no question that the 1990 number one hit from this group will get you moving. CNC Music Factory. Inspired by watching the 18th stage of the 1978 Tour de France, Freddie Mercury wrote this song the same year. We are the champions. Kicking all the way to number one in 74, this Carl Douglas one-hit wonder was inspired by a 70s and 80s film craze. Say it again. Uh, Kicking all the way to number one in 74, this Carl Douglas one-hit wonder was inspired by a 70s and 80s film craze. Um, Saturday Night Fever is the incorrect guess. Four seconds. Um, Kung Fu fighting. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. All right. Let's run through these answers here. Why don't you wipe that look off your face, Donna? How about you resolve to not look so mad at the end of this game? You hate all my answers? I don't know. That just felt a little cheaty. Cheaty? What do you mean, (laughs) cheaty? I don't know. 
Okay. I just felt a little weird. What do you mean? You can't I, just say that. And then I'm just say, explaining um, why I made the face, okay? I'm not saying anything tawdry happened. Oh. <laughs> Let's run through these answers here. We're going to start with the first one. Whether you go with the uh, name in parentheses of Everybody Dance Now or the proper title of Gonna Make You Sweat, there's no question that the 1990 number one hit from this group will get you moving. CNC Music Factory, the correct answer. Yeah. Nicely done. Uh, Alan uncomfortably had us waiting to see if he was going to change it. Yeah, he, he was like, yeah, um, I don't know. You wonder how many of his deliveries are late. <laughs> wow. Because he's, he's a driver. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah he's like, a delivery driver. Well, look at you knowing all of our listeners. That's fabulous. We love Alan. Let's move to the third one. Kicking all the way to number one in 74, this Carl Douglas one-hit wonder was inspired by a 70s and 80s film craze. Donna couldn't come up with an answer. Uh, Steve waited till the final seconds. And uh, fortunately, though, for Donna, it was Alan bringing in Kung Fu Fighting for the correct answer. Boy, I'm glad I switched that. You did switch it in the correct way. How do you know this song? That's what I want to know. I don't know. What gave it away? The kick? Yeah, yes. Yes. I originally had it worded as hitting number one, and I was like, I got to give a little bit of a clue in there. I seemed to be kicking, and apparently that was enough to get it done. Uh, We now move on to the second one, and I hate to start the year this way, but we're going to. Oh, God, I'm scared. Inspired by watching the 18th stage of the 1978 Tour de France, Freddie Mercury wrote this song the same year. You guys did what I was afraid. Well, one of you did what I'm afraid you were going to do. I know. She gave the answer, or Steve gave the answer, we are the champions. Donna gave the answer of bicycle, bicycle, bicycle or I want to ride my bicycle. Oh, right good. song, wrong name. No. The name of this song, which was a hit for Queen, is Bicycle Race. Oh, Donna. I'm oh, sorry. The devil's in the details, I'm friend. Sorry. You know if the roles were reversed, you would not let me give him mm, that point. Fine. Uh, bicycle is the song. You know the song. It's just, unfortunately, it's mm. called Bicycle Race. Mm. Wow. I've never, never heard, heard it. That. But that sounds kind of like a dumb song. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> totally. I did not know that that's what that was called. It was the, uh, I think it was released on the opposite side of Fat Bottom Girls. It was like Fat Bottom Girls. Which is also stupid. Yes, yes. (laughs) Queen was Fat Bottom Girls? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. If you you saw the the, the art of the album, it was uh, a bicycle being rode by somebody with a Fat Bottom. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Who would probably grow up to be known as like Heavy Aunt Jones or something (laughs) like that based on how things are going. All right, last segment. So that means we are going to a tiebreaker. Alan, you are back. You with us? Point. There you go. We are no, going, you don't no, get half don't a get point. <laughs> we are going for a tiebreaker here. Again, it's all about songs about getting physically fit. As soon as I read this question, or as I start reading the question, when you think you know it, yell at your name. I'll stop reading. If you're right, you win. If you're wrong, your opponent will get to hear the entirety of the question. Are the three of you ready to go? Yes. yes. Go. Tiebreaker game number one for 2024 comes down to this. Obviously, Olivia Newton-John's physical could likely top this list. But that song actually dethroned a long run at number one for this other 1982 song from Survivor that was made. Steve, Steve, Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger is exactly right. You got the victory. Game number one is going to Steve. Yes, from Rocky Three. It is Eye of the Tiger. When it was, hey Donna, here's a bonus bonus ham question. Okay. Who was Rocky Balboa's? 
antagonist. Who was he? His opponent in Rocky Three wasn't it Give Apollo me, Creed? It was not. Oh, you he, said Rocky Three. I'm in so Rocky sorry. Three. Rocky Three. Uh, it was the guy with the square head and the blonde hair. <laughs> No, it was not Ivan Drago, uh, played by Dolph Lundgren in Rocky Four. No disrespect. Rocky Three. Lang. Clubber Lang, yeah. Clubber Lang, that's right, Alan, Clubber played by Mr. Lang. T. That was his name, Clubber. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Old Uncle Clubber. <laughs> Alan, I'm so sorry. You did great. Let's not forget, uh, Steve is a Cheerio hater, so. Oh hater? yeah, Cheerio hater. Not oh, yeah. anymore. He he's come to the other side. No, I haven't. Wait. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant Cheerio, as in Ed Sheeran. He means Cheerios, as in the cereal. Oh yeah, they're terrible. Who eats those? Babies. Don't like Cheerios. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't you find a show that does like Cheerios? No, we yeah. want you to keep listening to us. No, we love you, take Alan. Your stupid, uninspired cereal somewhere else. Yeah. Can I say one of my family things that you guys are doing right yes, now? Yes, of Yeah, course. we're doing like weird family names. Yeah, Yeah, I emailed this one, but you guys didn't get to it in time. So uh, my cousins, I have three cousins who are way older than me. And I used to always say, hey, are we going to go over to the dude's house? They were the dudes. You called always your cousins the dudes. The dudes, dudes. yeah. That's kind of cool. I love that. Well, yeah, like a rock group. The dudes. All right, Alan. Hey, man, I'm the dude. Or if you spell it backwards, wow, Nala. Mm-mm. Alan. Nala. Oh, I thought you meant dude. <laughs> no, that's... He did. All right, see you, Alan. <laughs> All right, bye, Alan. Sorry to disappoint. All right, we got to go. We're going to come back. Oh, we I will. have a tip. I have a tip. I tried it this morning. Okay. You And the tip starts with, you can auto-start most cars. Really? I was going to elaborate, and then I thought, no. You don't need to install anything, or do you? I'll tell you about that. And also, I watched a movie that you suggested, tried really, really hard. I'll tell you about it when we come right back. Friends, what's up? Stevie Boy. My buddies at the Canopy Group. You know, it's a new year. Everybody's talking about their resolutions right about now. And they're usually based on topics for which we've kind of gotten a little complacent. The Canopy Group has a New Year's resolution perfect for you. Last year, did you know, over 2,700 Minnesotans conquered their complacency and they contacted the Canopy Group for their home and auto insurance needs. It's a pretty easy call. Why? Well, 81% of them had only one agent with one insurance company. So that gave them, yeah, one option. That's not how saving money works. The Canopy Group, of course, offered them a team of 40 professionals with 16 different companies. So many options you get. The Canopy Group's New Year's resolution has always been to annually examine every existing Canopy client. Each and every day, the Canopy Group team is reaching out to their client base and moving many clients from one of their 16 companies to a different company that they also represent. It's time for you to start saving money in the new year. And you can do that with the Canopy Group. It's us. Happy New Year. Appreciate if you, you celebrate. If you celebrate. Sorry, didn't mean to offend. That's only for the Lunar New Year. Right? Sure. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. That's so true. Everything matters. Everything matters. Everything matters. If anything matters, everything matters. Okay. Time for a tip. <laughs> <laughs> so I came across this on TikTok and it really, really intrigued me. Okay. Flag. I know. I know, right? Did you 
Reinstall the app and take your foil hat off over the Christmas break? No, I just clicked on a link and okay. then it made me do this little puzzle piece thing that I had to drag into the other puzzle. And anyway, hmm? I got there. Okay. I got there. I think I saw it on Instagram because, you know, it'll just show up as reels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, so apparently every car has this feature. If you have a fob, right, and it has the lock icon and the unlock icon, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got one? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's a secret remote starter where... You click lock, unlock, unlock, lock, and hold, and apparently your engine will start. Say it again for those who didn't have a notepad. Okay. Lock, unlock, unlock, lock, but hold it down. I tried it this morning. It didn't work. But that doesn't mean it won't work for you. Maybe my car is just an older model. Now, remember, you can also do up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a start. That gets you 30 extra lives on Contra on Nintendo. Thank you. Are you going to try it? (laughs) Donna. What? I have vehicles. That have remote start. start. I can now start it from an app. Oh, I see. I see. I do have a card that I'm selling that I'm getting rid of. <clears throat> maybe it maybe it would have that because it did not have a remote start. I never had remote start until last late last winter. Mike, Mike, you're my, making a face. It's because my favorite thing about this entire thing is the comments on it. Because this is absolutely not true. There's no possible way this works. The comments make this entire story, though. The first one was, (laughs) my car laughed and rolled her headlights. (laughs) My car unlocked, locked again, then unlocked, and then locked again. (laughs) Mine did, too. That's what mine did. Uh, Somebody responded, twist it, pull it, bop it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, the comment section is incredible on this story. Yeah, somebody else said, it's so top secret, even the cars don't know about it. (laughs) This finally got me to set the clock on my VCR. Thank you. I tried it, and my air fryer turned on. (laughs) My cat started barking. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so funny. The comments are always the best part yeah. of any in any story. I went and tried it. My car didn't start, but my damn push mower started and took off. Now I don't know where it is. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, you know, I'm a sucker for at least I didn't buy anything like Steve always does. He's still putting that jaw thing in his mouth and pressing buttons on his face. So that's projection right there you're you're trying to hurt me now because you fell for a tiktok prank that is correct (laughs) i swear (laughs) here's another one i swear when i tried it my car farted (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's funny my garage door opened Uh, oh yeah did this and instantly they called my phone about my extended warranty (laughs) yeah uh, this is great it worked. I pushed all the buttons on the key fob, got in my car, put my foot on the brake, hit the button in my car, and it started right up. 
my car. Yeah, it made my neighbor put their left leg in and their right leg out. <laughs> oh gosh, these uh, are great. Anyway, uh, it doesn't work. Just wanted to give you that tip. Dang, that's a bummer. I know, because I was like, if this works, I mean, I'll be rich. <laughs> you know, it worked <laughs> almost. But I don't like my neighbors, so I'm just going to keep trying, you know, because it's going to be beeping every time right. you lock it. That's great. Anyway, I watched the Santa Claus on the plane to New Jersey. Well, based on the sigh in your voice, <laughs> how'd you like it? Uh, very cute concept. Something was missing. It. I, I was like, am I going to, am I, oh God, there's another hour and 14 minutes left on this. Donna, the you whole know, thing's like an hour and 40 minutes. I know. It just felt it just felt like something was missing. I think on paper Your childlike sense of whimsy perhaps. Because then I watched the whale on oh. New Year's Eve and oh boy was that a mistake. More on that later. Back to you, Mike. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait a second. You watched the whale? On New Year's Eve. Did it jumpstart any resolutions? maybe one or two (laughs) yeah anyway back to uh, mike you said that you also watched this yeah that was our christmas eve watch but i've watched it a ton of times i'm saying i'm steve and i think both loved home home improvement too that might be the thing for you because there's a lot of people now that have this tim allen vibe about like oh this is how tim allen is because there's been a lot of negative stories out against yeah. him i don't know if that was part of it back then that was like right on the heels of home or of uh, home improvement there were sure. a couple of little like fun he grabs a tool belt at one point tries to put it around his waist he yes. does a, rrr, rrr, a couple yeah. of times like it, it's good like it, it kind of get, like gets some that nostalgia Easter eggs a little bit. or yeah. whatever yeah so i don't know that's why i really loved it but that's great. I, I mean i thought it was cute i thought the kid was really cute it's we start every year. That's our first movie that we watch every year, every holiday. Do you quote? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can I, quote I, I, so much of it and as I'm watching it's going. It, I'm going. What could he possibly be quoting? Yes, I say so many of the lines as they're happening. If one of the kids is near me, and then they try saying them too. Okay, yeah. I tried. I didn't hate it. it How was... about when he hits on the? Uh, uh, or it seems like he's hitting on this elf. He's not meaning to. And she says, I'm sorry, I'm seeing someone in rapping. <laughs> that was cute. That's so very cute. That's cute. It's cute in the way Elf is cute. But something happens along the way where it loses its magic a little bit. Because, you, Donna, you can spoil it. Like, is it because he goes leaves the North Pole and has to go back home? I don't know why it is. It just loses, like, the story gets too long or the writers got lazy. I just feel like... Again, friends, we're talking about a pretty short Christmas movie here. Um, it didn't feel short. I will say that. And I watched Elf over the holidays, too, and adorable up until a point, And then it, like, loses its whimsy because you're like, oh, all the good jokes are gone or all the, you know. I don't. And then they get lazy with the writing and it just kind of tapers off and you're like, oh, that felt lazy. This review feels a touch lazy. I'm sorry. I'm glad that you tried. It's cute. If it came on, I'd leave it on while throwing in a load. No higher compliment can this woman pay a movie than that. (laughs) We'll be back. It's Don and Steve on my talk.